and welcome to Bustanet. Yes, we have a very special show lined up for you. It's a first. It's the first time I've had a collaboration with my very good friend, Cleon. And if you don't know who Cleon is, you probably aren't playing football manager and you haven't touched the game. But in case you don't know who he is, he's an old friend of mine. We've been modding the forums of SI for many years. And now he is back in the game after an absence. So how are you, Cleon? Yeah, I'm not bad, thanks. Yourself? I am excited. I'm so happy that we finally got a chance to talk after all these years. I, I remember when we first started playing uh, way back in 2000. I don't know. I can't remember the first. I think we joined the forums in 2002, 2003. Back then, I was still um, slugging it out with my first job, reviewing games. And you, I remember clearly, you wanted to be a chef. I was, yeah. I was working as a chef at the time. We were so <laughs> young back then. Yeah. Very I, young. <laughs> I, remember, I mean, I, I wasn't married. I mean, I had, wait, I just got married, in fact. I, I think I got married and then, um, I think you were not married at that point as well when I when we first started playing the game. I don't, I, no, I weren't married. I had um, a long-time partner, though. And then we split, up, we split up after we had kids and then my life went a bit pear-shaped for a bit, but then everything came good in end. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, I know that um, for me personally, I mean, uh, when people cite the game, you know, people say the football manager changed my life. I can, for a fact, say football manager did not do anything good for me when I was much younger, back when I was championship manager. I had a lot of fun with the game, but I also got divorced. I, and I, the court proceedings actually documented it. It is in the court paper that one of the reasons why my ex-wife wanted me out of her life was because my first wife happened to be a computer game called championship manager. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, if you are watching this show, or sorry, or listening because it's available on two formats, I want to explicitly warn everybody that there will be colorful language used on this show because we, me and Cleon, are not going to hold back our language because we we don't want we want to be natural today, don't we? Yeah, no point trying to be fake. I swear a lot as it is, so I'm just <laughs> I'll probably end up swearing shitloads on this. <laughs> Okay, so very quickly, we got FM18. Uh, I was glad to see you on the beta as well. Uh, we, we, we normally cross, we meet up, and then sometimes I think we've been working so well together over the years that uh, sometimes I, it's almost telepathic when we see something wrong in the game. So if you were to look at FM18, the game right now, as it is, what's your pet like and pet peeve? Um, I like new roles. I think they've added a new dimension to game for us all. Um, and I like Medical Center. I've, that's a brilliant addition. That I find it slotted into the way I play perfect. Uh, I'm always looking at that screen, always. Um, things I don't like are fucking team names in capitals. <laughs> and, and you're about fucking you know, It drives me mad. <laughs> yeah, you can, no. For me, it's like I go to the home screen. I get these capital letters that says "home." I love the medical center. I totally agree with you. I mean, I think I have a mini game with the medical center. I was just telling someone the other day. I actually tried to get as many players injured in the shortest time possible. I actually went out there. I dynamism 
dynamics of the module, I think I set myself a goal to get fired by Man City inside of two weeks <laughs> by losing the by losing the, the the back room right the whole back room. I just that was my goal. Okay, I want to piss everybody off, and I'll see how easy it is for me to get fired. And it actually worked. I found out what's the fastest way for you to lose the uh, uh, the boot room, so to speak. And um, what about the match day screen itself? How do you find the match day? The whole immersion level from the match day it, right now? It's all right, but everything seems further away than it were on previous versions. You, you're doing more clicks than normal to get to what you want to see and stuff. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I'm not going to hold back. It's fucking terrible, isn't it? Yeah, I it fucking really hate is. it. I hate the fucking match day experience. I mean, you know, when I loaded up the game the first time, okay, I was excited. I said, okay, you know, the capital letters everywhere, they, that pissed me off. But never mind, I could live with that. Soft look, I loved it. I love dynamics. I was excited about that. I medical center, I went, oh, be- you beauty, I love you so much. Okay. And you get to match day and you're like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, exactly. You know, the worst thing about match day right now for me is I do opposition instructions a lot. So sometimes I set my opposition instructions up. And then yeah. when I get when I get into the game and I've set this, you know, you've got this um this screen in the game where you, you can choose your opposition instructions and you set them for every single game. Then when yeah. you get into the game itself, you don't have the option at all. I mean like I'm going what the fuck where the hell did that screen go? Because I've got people marking certain positions and now I've got to go and think about who's playing where and what he's he doing and, I'm, and I've got to be specific about it. There are clicks that I have to make. The worst thing is this. You know, when you go to the tactical creator and you make a change, first you've got to call up the player. You call up yeah. the role. That's one click. Then you've got to make your change. That's two clicks. Now, after you made the change, you would think that that's enough. Now, take me back to my game. Then you've got to make <laughs> another freaking click just to close that box. If they must be getting sponsored for clicks. You have to fucking do. They I must know. be getting money out of it. I, I, I can't understand it. I mean, look, it's simple. I made my changes. Let me go to the game. I don't need to make so many freaking clicks. I, I don't get it. It's And the other thing I hate, I totally freaking hate, is why do we need to look like Sky Sports or some other half-baked television pre-show event that shows these stupid, um, you know, the, the lineups, they got these tilted lineups on the screen and then after that, you never see the lineups again. Because you, you, you need to go take one more click and another click just and a third, probably a third click as well to get to the formation screen. Yeah, and everything you click, you have to click. It takes you away from match screen. What fucking use is that? Exactly. And do you know something? I've got this problem in the game. I've had this problem for a long time. Okay, It's called, I forget my mentality and shape settings. I do this quite a lot. I mean, I, I like to change mentality once in a while to put some pressure on a team or maybe change my shape so that I can, you know, reduce the amount of intensity in the tactic. Now, they used in FM seventeen. You used, used to be able to mouse over the screen and you see it pop up, and you go like, "Oh, it's okay. I'm on. I'm on overload fluid. This is cool. I'm gonna kill myself." Then, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, and but now it's like we got this small little which it, it what people don't know is it was it actually looked far worse before. Okay, but now we've got. Oh this, God, yeah, yeah, dreadful. It was dreadful. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't remember the first day. I couldn't even find the damn thing. I was like, "Where the fuck is this small little piece of shit?" All right. You have to do about 70 clicks to get anything, and that's not an exaggeration at yeah. all. Alright, worst screen I've ever seen. I yeah, I, I, for me, I think this is where... I, okay, the game as a whole has got some very good modules. Don't get me wrong. I, I think, overall, the game is still better than FM17. However, 
Where they put like 10 banana peels on the ground and slipped over, it's on the match day event. The whole match day experience for me. I mean, that for me. With a doubt, yeah. yeah. It could have been a lot better. That's my, yeah, my pet peeve is actually the match day screen. In fact, you know, what I love about the game now, okay, th there are people right now who say that the scouting screens are, uh, uh, are too many. And it's too much. I do agree to a point with this. But I think they've done something good with scouting in the sense that they've added a cost that was never there in previous versions of this game. You know, you could just be a championship team and go scouting the whole world with, you know, you scout like 500 players and you're like, hey, okay, no problem. Yeah, once your board agreed to scout, that was it, weren't it? But nah, with these packages, it's a lot more realistic. Yeah. And do you? Uh, the thing is this as well, and if people don't actually track them... <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I've, seen, I've been seeing people go, oh man, I've got no more money, and I'm like, dude, it's there on the screen, can't you see? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think of the gameplay? Is it um, easier or harder? Uh, it'll sound better, but I find game easy anyway. I, I don't really struggle, but I think it is slightly easier this time around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why? Why do you say it's easier? Because I think you can be more aggressive on this version in where you're uh, press in final third. I think it it's a lot more responsive. I think the wide area defending has improved in this version. It makes aggression pay off now a lot more than yeah. it did in previous versions and um like in like in fm 17 right if you if you decided to send your wing backs forward attacking you play a system with wing backs you'd find that the exposure was a lot uh heavier and you'd have tactics that you'd struggle to cover zones but you know there was there it made it a bit more challenging however it now did, yeah. yeah now in fm 8 in FM18, what they've done is they've given us so many different tools in the game. It's like, okay, you've got, now you've got passing combinations. You can f ex tell who's doing what to, d to a detail. And you can actually see who's the link player and just by looking at those, that drop-down list and the key I passes. use that screen all the time now. When I'm when I'm tinkering about with my tactics or changing stuff or even trying to spot issues, oh. that's first screen I go to that. Yeah, exactly. This is the same screen I go to as well. And then it's like, I find, I'll, I'll, I'll look through that screen and go, okay, I've got you now. <laughs> it's You are the dude I'm going to have to shut down. And furthermore, they've been generous, right? Now they go to a formation screen. I don't want to see the formation screen at the moment. It tells me all the duties of the opposition. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes it feel a bit like cheating in a way, isn't it? Because you know how that player's going to react straight away. Yeah. I mean, I like the immersion level in FM17 where, you know, I'd have to watch the game and, you know, I, I had to guess, is this guy on attack or is this guy on, what, what role is he playing? He looks like he's a wingback on attack. I'm not too sure. Now, there, it's there on the screen. You know, he's a Mazala. Then if you know the role really well, haha, <laughs> that side of the flank, they won't be defending nearly as well as on the other side of the flank. So I'll go down that way. Exactly, yeah. I can understand how people are like that being added, but for me, it's, it's just made it a bit simpler. I don't have to think as much anymore. That's true. I, I find that as well. I, I think right now, the game has become... This is easier, but the thing is, I, do you think people are making it harder for themselves? Oh, without a doubt. 
every day when I log on forums or on my blog comments I get, and it's people who's adding extra stuff that they don't even need to worry about. And it's just it's just making it more complicated. Um, I had some I had someone other day post, and he wanted to play. I think it was a deep lying forward he wanted, but he didn't want to use that role. He wanted to use it a target man and get that playing like a deep lying forward. Okay. And, and I just thought, why? Why wouldn't you just use deep lying forward? It gives you everything you want already. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, and people seem to people make it really hard. They go into they go into the game, and the first it actually starts from the very moment you load the game. Okay. Dynamism has been included into the game. It's it's key part of the game now, right? So if if you don't rotate your team, for example, that's one. But here, when you start the game, you've got a choice of badges, right? So if if you've been the kind of person that's been struggling with the game, for heaven's sake, don't go into the game managing Barcelona without any mad, without any badges. Oh, you're just asking for trouble there, straight away. Exactly. I, I don't get this. I mean, people they tell me this is the difficulty level that they want. I'm going, dude, you just taken the world's, one of the world's best clubs. You're going there as a busboy. Just walked into that place and you just told everybody, I can manage Barcelona. But I've never played anything apart from Sunday League football. You've got maybe two games to prove your worth. Otherwise, you lose the Yeah, and then you're straight out and then you're on back foot instant. The way I look at the game is really simple. If, if you already find the game a challenge, don't make it impossible. Yeah, it's good advice. That just keep everything simple. Just, just read descriptions of roles, and just work from that. The best piece of advice I've, I, I believe that you can, a person can take. You know, when they want to play this game, is a. All right. The first thing you do is, don't play a tactic you probably can't understand. Just because you saw Tom. Tom's dick. Sorry, Tom, who's playing a game, and and he and he's 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 on YouTube, and, he, <laughs> and he's gone in there, and he's gone with this five, whatever three four three. He set a three four three up, and he's got the world's best players in it, and he's gone attacking like a psycho. Just because he's doing it doesn't mean that it's the tactic that works. It's true that it is. I find role descriptions are something people often overlook. <clears throat> They set up, they set the tactics up to like I don't I don't want wing play, but then they'll use inverted wingers who come inside and then and then they'll post on forums saying, "Well, why aren't my wingers running down to byline and crossing?" Well, it's because you've chose wrong fucking role. There's a new one as well now, and this is this is gonna happen in FM eighteen a lot more than happened in FM seventeen. Player traits are kicking in a lot more now than they were in FM seventeen. So. People are gonna, you know, the, the winger. Let's say you you opted to use a winger, right? And you and you set your tactic up. You want to bomb down the flanks, but you've got a player in there who loves to cut inside. He's gonna come inside all the time on FM18. Exactly. The thing is here, people need to look first. They need to look at the role, understand what the role does. Then they need to look at the player and understand what the player is gonna do. Do it's true. I saw someone earlier on forum, they posted that the wingers were staying wide, yet it asked his team to hold position. I'm like, yeah, that's why he's staying wide, because he's doing exactly what you've told him to. Precisely. <laughs> but now it's you're saying it's not something you want him to do, so <laughs> why use it? No, what about this? This is this is a classic. This is this is the classic instruction I see. A lot of people put in their tactic. And I think this is the worst use 
in team instruction in the history of team instructions. I've got so many tactics that people put on the forums. So you go like, I want to create a counter-attacking tactic. The first thing that's to me is a misnomer because all systems can be counter-attacking, but it depends on how you set it, it up. Really. Then he go then he goes in there, he sets up this counter-attacking tactic with the instruction play out of defense. Yeah, you see that a lot. Funny, I'm, I mentioned play out and defense yesterday with people who use it were ball playing defenders. It's pointless because ball playing defender has risky passes all the time. Part of its part of its skill set. So even if you're playing out in defense, he's still going to launch them pass them risky passes all the time. So it negates having that. Yeah, the only thing that you want to use, I mean, if you want to play the ball out of defense, then what you want to look for is first you want to choose the right kind of uh, player, and. They now have traits in the game. It's called um, brings the ball out of defense. Oh, and that's that's one of best best things ever. That it's it, great. It is. That that <laughs> is a trait. I it's like you know the, one of the first things I do in the game now. First touch, he's got first touch. He's got decent passing. He's got decent drib dribbling. Okay, he's got good composure. Oh, dude, this guy's gonna be my brings the ball out of defense, and it's a fantastic little trait. I'm training it to all three of my defenders at the minute in my uh, 352 that I'm using. Oh, dog. dear lot. You playing a 3522? I am, yeah. Oh, God. I have a 3522. <laughs> 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 I told you we're telepathic. We are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember, uh, remember, I don't know if you still remember this. Remember in FM17, I went, um, I, I was on a closed beta forums and I, and I said this, and I said it very loudly. I said, there's going to be an exploit in FM17. It's called the inverted wing bank. Yeah. It's a good thing that it was the biggest single... For me, it was an exploit. Okay? I, I, intentionally use it, I intentionally use it in my videos. Why? Because I want people to see how it's used and how you can use it to overload certain flanks. But do you think that there are still exploits in the game that people can take advantage of? Yeah, I think, I think there is to some extent. Yeah, There always is going to be... Cause Computer game coded at the end of the day. Correct. I, I think right now there are opportunities for you to develop the game, I mean, or play the game in such a way that you can exploit the game. But that exploiting of the game comes from A, your knowledge of football, uh, how you use attributes in the game. Because ultimately, getting the best out of the game is all about you actually putting the effort into understanding the game first. Is, yeah, and it don't have to be tactics. You can, if tactics aren't your strong thing, then just uh, make sure you recruit right kind of players for how you want to play and stuff like that. Yeah, I it, that brings me to another point. I mean, I want to, we want to do so much. I mean, first up, I think every any if all of you are listening to the show, this is not the first and only show between me and Cleon. We're going to do a few more shows like this. And there's so many things that we want to cover. I mean, between me and Cleon, I think we're both fascinated with training. And eventually, we're going to do a show where we talk about training as well and what we do with our players and maybe even bring in um, stories and examples and show people uh, images of how we've developed our players. What do you think? Yeah, I, f I, f I think doing theme shows would be good and focusing on training would be brilliant, showing examples of how we've developed as players and focusing on why we've developed them that way. Yeah. I like I'll give you one example. In FM seventeen, I had this 
recruitment strategy in all my games. And I, I talk about it on my Discord channel. And I used to tell my, uh, used to tell people, yeah, I signed a shitload of defensive midfielders. And people were going, why? Look, I go like, you see, if he's trained as a defensive midfielder, I can train him as an inverted wing back. Then, if he's got the tackling skills, I can also develop him into other kinds of players. Like, the, like I like to play ball-winning midfielders. I like to use, like, today we call them the Carurelo. Okay, so I've, I had those kind of roles in the game as well. And the, the thing is, they were so versatile in the game. I even took uh, wingers and retrained them as fullbacks because they had acceleration on them. And all I needed to do was get them into space. Yeah, I've, I've been doing the same for many years. I... Uh, not too long ago, I wrote about um, a fullback I found who got good, good finishing. They were good in air. He had a bit of composure about him, and he was strong. So I trained him to be a target man, and banged him up front. Uh, scored quite a few goals as well. He did. Speaking about target men, how do you find it? I like the target man right now in FM eighteen. I kind of do. I hadn't used it in FM eighteen yet. I've. I've just not used it. I was doing an episode of Game Changer for somebody who's got Newcastle. So he, he's got this tactic set up and he's got this one player in the team who's got jumping of 17. Right, hitting oh. of 18. Okay. Oh. The moment I saw that, I went, holy cow. This is the... And he had a winger who's got... I think I think he's got... Uh, he had a winger with uh, acceleration of 19. Oh, nice. of 18. So I went like, dude, you got to set up your tactic. There's only one way to play this tactic. You're just going to, this guy's going to break down the flanks and then he's going to have to launch and you go, why aren't giant waiting to hit the ball down? I mean, was it the same game? I'm getting my games mixed up because this guy, the giant he had was Mitrovic. I think we got the game. I, I might be, might be a Six, game. I might be getting 16, 17. No, the 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 the, the uh, no, it's a FM eighteen. Yeah, it's this is an FM eighteen, and I just did the game. I mean, I've done. I mean, I'm doing so many shows. I'm getting confused. So, <laughs> it's but easily like, done. It should be, yeah, I think so. All right. So, what can we expect from you on uh, the future episodes of the show? Um, I, f I think we should concentrate on specific themes. Like one week, we should probably talk about team shape because. Fuck, you know, that's a ball ache for people. That is serious. I, I can't think of any other aspect of game that causes more confusion than team shape. I know, and I, I've seen I've seen some really strange, strange theories being put out there. Um, so much so that they tend to confuse people more than anything else. And I totally agree with you. Team shape is probably the most mystical thing in FM ever. In the whole damn game, it's yeah. But what what we're gonna do, and I, I'm totally excited about this. Like, oh, we, I'm looking forward to more shows. But before we call it call it a day, because we, the two of us, put us together in the same room, and if we had drinks as well on the table, we'll probably not stop. We'll never stop talking, and this show could <laughs> last for a few days. So I, I wanna I wanna round this up now. What what would be the single biggest and most important piece of advice you're going to give to any person who's playing the game for the first time? Oh, good question. Now, I'd probably say stay away from forums. and uh, No, I would, and blogs. I think they overcomplicate uh, things for people because they'll read something and then they'll think that's set in stone and that they can't move away from what that person said. 
So I think people get hung up on certain ways of playing instead of finding their own path. Totally agree with you. I I am I'm got the opinion I'm of the opinion that you should you should first try to take the if you don't know the game, the first time you're playing the game, take the easy road first. Right. Understand, make the game easier for yourself by picking the right club, picking the right yeah. team. Then, you know, manage your own expectations. That's important because if, you, if you're going to pick up a team like uh, Crystal Palace or, no, Crystal Palace is all right. If you're picking a team that's newly promoted into the premiership and you want them to win the title in the very first season, then you've got unrealistic expectations. Yeah, you so, have, yeah. Yeah, so, and... More importantly, as well, is when you when you go out there looking for knowledge and you want to ask, you know, when when you don't know something, right? And if you go out there and you expect a direct answer from a blog or a YouTube show, you gotta take that back and you got to treat it with some pinch of salt because you still need to go and try it out for yourself. You do. It's true that I also think another important bit of advice is choose a formation you understand because if you if you pick a formation that you don't understand its strength and weakness, then you're going to struggle straight away. So to keep things simple, just choose something you understand and that you know how it works or at least have a basic idea. Yeah, kind of, that's that's fantastic because um, it's so true. I mean, like, it, it, I like to tell people this. I mean, like, if you... Most people who play football manager, I'm not saying everybody out there, but most people with football manager actually do spend some time watching a game. Like maybe on the telly, maybe on highlights, maybe you've seen it. Uh, pick a favourite team in real life, right? And if you haven't got a favourite team, just pick one. Any, yeah. It can be any team that you can have access to on a weekly basis. Then watch those games and try to break down how they play. Look for players and try and see how they move on and off the ball. It's more not. I I never. You know, when I'm looking at a game, I'm actually looking at how the players are moving off the ball more than the the actual player who's got the ball with him. Yeah, that's more important. That because they're creating space, using space, going between lines. Most player these days is a ball. Exactly, because if you can see all that, then when you get into the game itself and then you, you got the tactic, you've seen the team play, then you can actually try to apply some of that in your game. Then you know, okay, I, I, that's how I want to see my players move. Now, if this role isn't doing it, maybe I, I check whether the attributes don't fit or maybe I'm giving him the wrong instructions. Let me try without instructions and see how we go. I think that's cool. Okay, anyway, I think I wanted to round up the show like five minutes ago. <laughs> so and we still carry on talking. <laughs> okay. So before this becomes a mammoth one hour and twenty five minute show, because I don't know how long it's running at the moment, but it's probably gonna be that long. I wanna thank you, Cleon, for coming on for today's show. Uh I think I'm looking forward to more episodes of this show because I I can only think that this is gonna be we I can only hope that it helps people out who are trying to get to terms with this game. Yeah, and things we discuss and that'll get better each week and and whatnot. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. And I know that people ask us questions. I try to involve some of these questions into the show, try to weave them in uh, naturally so that, you know, uh, we, we we saw a lot of questions that came out on Twitter. What we'll do is we will, going forward, we will decide a team like a few weeks in advance and then we will decide on the team for the show and then we will also 
you know, probably get it out on Twitter. And if you've got questions based on that theme for that show, you can always post them on Twitter and we will try and answer those questions on the show. For now, I'd like to thank Cleon for his time. It's uh, His kids are asleep, my kids are asleep and we definitely need to go to sleep too, sooner or later, or get go out and get a drink. So thank you, for thank you, Cleon, for coming on today's show. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me on and look forward to having some more shows. Yeah, I... It's always a pleasure, I, and I and I was actually excited to talk to you. And it's been a long time, and I'm so glad we will definitely catch up again very soon. So, um, to all of you out there, once again, thank you for tuning in. Like and subscribe to the show. If you're on the pod, if you catching this on a podcast, please, please try and catch up with us as well on Twitter. Or, you know, if you see us anywhere on the forums somewhere, just drop in, say hi, and tell us what you think of the show. Until we meet again. You guys have a good one. Take care and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye.